I'm Scott Hewler, and this is The Devil's Share, a podcast of Duke Magazine. Series one. Now what? He calls me up and he says, hey, there's a company I know. They're hiring in the U.S. They're dealing with this software called OPA. Would you be interested in that? And I said, absolutely, I'm interested. What's OPA? We've been talking with Duke alumni about how their life's path found them. Rare is the person who knows where they're going, who ends up where they set out. And in this case, putting enthusiasm ahead of experience worked for... My name is Jim Fleming. I graduated in 2009 with a degree in public policy studies. Which has led to... I have a hybrid job. I am an IT project manager as well as a director of our customer relationship management software practice. It's a mouthful. And that was exactly what he studied at Duke? I had done a lot of coaching and I saw a need for reaching and for engaging and working with at-risk youth. Community engagement, youth programming, empowerment. I went to Duke very focused on the public sector. So naturally. I work for a a company in the private sector. My company makes money. How he got there is kind of a long story involving. A combination of luck and hard work. Uh, Sometimes I wonder which one was more, but After I graduated, my first job was funded by the ARRA, if you remember that, the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act. After that grant ran out, I was looking for work for a while and I ended up connecting with a few different Duke alums through some social programs. One of those people I connected with, I met him actually at a Duke Michigan State basketball game watch in DC. He was starting a company and he needed some help with industry research, marketing and advertising materials. So I volunteered to help him as an intern for free to gain experience. He never did get the startup going. I moved on to have a couple jobs, random jobs here and there. I worked at a Starbucks, I worked at a grocery store, you know, things to do to pay the bills while I was looking for my career. And then one day his old internship employer called him and asked him about that software program. And of course... I knew nothing about software. Yeah, nothing. But that's the great lesson. Because the people that owned that company were very close with him and he made a strong recommendation, they hired me. And they figured, okay, we'll just train you on the job, which is a big part of my philosophy now with junior resources is bring me somebody who's motivated and capable and hardworking and I will train them. And mind you, though he works in the for-profit world, his community work goals are fulfilled. My focus is primarily finding municipalities that need updated software, that need modernization of processes. One of the projects I've worked on is for a housing court case management system, and we modernized their system of keeping records, and that helped city workers, and that also helps simplify processes for the people that are involved in those transactions. In this case, housing court, you know, either on the, I've been evicted by my landlord, or I'm a tenant, maybe I'm not quite engaged the way I should be in my community. Well, don't make this process so hard for me that I just feel more and more disenfranchised. So yes, I do a lot of what I was hoping I would do, just in a different way. I had hoped that I would stumble onto a job where I got to help people and make enough money to have a decent life. And I feel like I exceeded my own expectations. So 
lessons he'd offer the younger version of himself? Number one, I would say you've spent so much time and effort preparing for college. Do the little bit extra. Make the most out of those summers. Do things that are going to build relationships. Because you can build all the knowledge in the world, but you also have to build relationships. That old adage, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I wouldn't say that's true at face value, but it really does matter who you know and who you meet along the process of your journey to finding your life's passion and your life's calling. The next thing I would say is don't be afraid to roll up your sleeves and do some pro bono work. Show that you're willing to make an investment in yourself and others will be more apt to make an investment in you. And the other thing, I believe in karma. You know, if you do good things for people, it'll come around. And the converse also holds. Don't be afraid to reach out. I, I like being a resource for recent graduates, um, for students. I've been able to have relationships with both, um, both recent graduates and students, and that has been very meaningful for me. I, I feel like I had the chance to be where I'm at because of a graduate of Duke who was willing to spend time, give me an opportunity, and I want to give that back. As long as you're willing to put in the work, you reach out, you will get some help. Somebody will be willing to mentor you, help you, and be an advocate for you. Though you have to be ready. Next on The Devil's Share. I, I consider myself one of the lost Dukies. I, the world was a big and interesting place, and I learned nothing because all I did was kind of pursue what was the most interesting thing to me at the moment. Thanks for listening to The Devil's Share, the podcast of Duke Magazine. Visit our website at sites.duke.edu slash devilsshare, where you can leave comments and suggestions. You can also email us at dukemag at duke.edu, and we'll be glad for your thoughts. Thanks for listening. Did I answer your question?